So, you've got yourself some chocolate fingers on the old table. Yeah. Why hasn't anybody else done the chocolate finger bit? Like, you've got this one brand, and you never see. Because I reckon the chocolate finger would be a trademark, and you'd have to think of something else to call them. Chocolate logs? But But then you've got an issue. It sounds like you're selling small turds. Hello and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a continuous cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, we left off last week with a cheeky Two Curious Puppies. We did. Because they've not yet let us down. No, I I, I always really enjoy Two Curious Puppies episodes. Like They're they're just entertaining. Uh, There's nothing too risque going on in them. And they tend to bring up odd little questions, I find. They do. The things that, you know... We get distracted from it with the with the more politically charged characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they don't have any of that cynicism. Charged. No, no, not at all. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's because they're not sentient; they don't get involved in that sort of thing. Yeah, I think that I think that's what it is. Yeah, I guess so. I, I dread the day when when we get two sentient curious puppies. Do you think that's why one of them sort of keeps swapping out because he becomes sentient? Yeah, and, and he has to get a new mate. Ah, probably. Oh, I think one of, the, one of those many dogs just wandering about is... Yeah, is one of the first of the two curious puppies. Yeah, he's a curious puppy, one curious puppy. I, I, it is going to be interesting to see what happens to the little one, because it's always the little one that stays the same. Yeah. The little white, white one with black ears. Yeah, he, he always was even that episode where he was just on his own, and that was... You know. Maybe he's not curious enough. Maybe curiosity is what spurs the Gets sentience them into of a the pickle, other ones. And yeah. then the stress... Yeah. Because the other one always seems much more stressed out than the little one. Yeah, the little one's just having a great time. Yeah. But... Yeah, I can see that. Because he, maybe he's just not curious enough. Maybe he's never getting himself into quite those jams. Yeah, or maybe he's just so chill about it that he's yeah. just never stressed. <laughs> well, that's it's it, impossible yeah. to stress him out. He's unflappable. So, if you've got a creature... Oh, there's an alarm. Well, that's, that's quite the, the sound. That's the sound of the ambulance, I think. Um, that might have been the police. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Um, so yeah, if you've got like somebody who's just real relaxed, like real zen about everything, directly they don't become sentient. Yeah, maybe that's why everyone who we've seen, like all the characters, are you know pretty, pretty highly tight, highly yeah. strong. Yeah, like, it, would, it would explain. Chilled out people just don't ever become super sentient. Well, I'm trying to think of like a, a typically zen animal. Uh, you know, like, like, like which animals kind of go, oh, well, you know, they are the embodiment of Zen. I don't know. Can't really, uh, can't really pin one because, like, they always have the other side of the coin. Because like, yeah. I was kind of picturing, like, an Alice in Wonderland, like, worm with, like, the hookah pipe. Yeah. But then but they spoke bookworm. Worm. And but then the I was thinking, just, like, oh, what about an elephant? Like, you know, sort of Ganesh statue sort yeah. of thing. But and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, but you also get, like, you know elephants freaking out over mice and things well, like that. Well, you do, and you also get, um, like, circus elephants, but also, as we know, elephants are just grown up mice. Yeah, that's why they're terrified of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's the constant it's, it's nagging responsibility. Yeah. Oh, God, children! <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like, what I'm thinking with a bookworm, though, 
is there's no way Bookworm was ever stressed. So he was born sentient. No, he's stressed all the time. Ah, oh, but it's oh well, no, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah that is a good point. Actually. He's like yeah, he's not he like really is stressed, isn't he? Yeah, he's constantly stressed. Yeah, it's just a different type. It's not like he's not freaking out. He's just no. like he's constantly yeah. base oh, level terrified. Yeah. Oh wow. So uh, yeah, so what was going on in the Grander Universe before? Porky's a despot. He's replaced. Yeah. He's, he's no, he's hired a load of Porky lookalikes look to, to uh, work in Porky-based, um, yeah, Porky's bakery, Porky's cafe, yeah, as basically just because someone's out to get him, yeah, someone's someone's got here like hit out on him. And I oh, thought maybe we might see that this episode, but I think this is Porky-free episode, which I don't think we've ever had. No, I two curious yeah. puppies, Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny, and Elmer Fudd, Bugs, and then you know we've got a cheeky. Extra couple of characters, maybe depending on time. So, yeah, I think we need to I, get stuck in. I think this is the first time we've had a Porky free. But yeah, either way, it's a Porky free episode. Isn't oh. that crazy? We'll take a little departure. Yeah. That'd be nice, actually. It will be. It'll be relaxing. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, give things time to escalate without while we're not watching. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we are watching a Daffy Duck number from May second, nineteen forty-two, and it's called Daffy's Southern Exposure. It's gonna go well. feeling about that well if you're going to stock up for the winter and you don't really like the idea of eating beans all winter maybe don't buy just just beans like so daffy maybe he was loving beans before i know but i mean there's loving beans and then there's loving beans but but like basically that like the episode is i don't know kind of autumn time daffy's reading the paper and he's talking about how birds are, you know, they fly north of the summer, south of the winter, north of the summer, south of the winter. He's like, I've had enough of this. And he's not flying south. Yeah, he's going to stay in the lake on his own. Yeah. Like, 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 I've never really thought about him being migratory before. At any point. I'd never really thought about him being migratory. Um, but, you know, here we are. That That's the episode. What's happened to his family? I reckon he's left them there. Yeah. I reckon so that's what's I. happened. I think he's just... Packed his balls. Up I mean, I left. guess they were in. Were they in Porkytopia? Yeah, like maybe he got out. I don't know. It's, it's very strange. I mean, like maybe he saw the way his former mentor was going and thought, "I don't really know if I want to get involved in this." His wife's like, "No, no, he's a really nice guy," and you know, his kids were spying on him, making sure that he wasn't doing any thought crimes. And Daffy was like, "Nah, I've had enough," and he so you threw reckon- the coop. They're fully indoctrinated. I think so. I think that's what's happened. But basically, Daffy's not flying south for the winter. All of his mates go, you'll be sorry. They leave. He's happy he's got the lake to himself. He's even happy when it freezes over. Yeah, yeah. But that reminds me. He's got teeth. That never fails to freak me out. Yeah, he he seems to develop them mainly for the purposes of... Of smiling. uh, or having them fall out. It's yeah, like chattering yeah. or uh, yeah, or grinning. Yeah. So most of the time, you don't see like, sort of flashes of teeth. But it's unnerving. Yes. Either way, like, did he get there when he was sentient, or do all birds have dentures? Teeth? I suppose you've got to have dentures, like pop them in for dramatic effect in the morning. Dramatic, dramatic dentures. Yeah. Um, it's a possibility. <coughs> yeah. So 
he you know decides to stay then the winter hits like the proper winter he's happy at snow the portal loses him for a bit yeah and it goes oh, some, where's like, our hero we've got some notes from presumably an agency I guess so yeah like saying where's our hero yeah, well, like what was interesting is they put them code. on what was interesting is they put them up on acetate rather than just a standard sign because you yeah, can still yeah. see through oh yeah, yeah like, it was the words so they're getting clever with this um, and you know he tries to eat a tree thinking it was a t-bone Helps himself to a hand sandwich. Which means he entertains the concept of a ham sandwich. Which yeah. means... He's perfectly fine with that. Like, he would eat Porky though. if Porky died. I suppose that, that that saves quite a lot of money on burial. Because you've got the buffet and um, getting rid of the corpse yeah, in one sorted. go. So that probably saves uh, people quite a bit of money, I'd reckon. I reckon so. Um, it's, it's actually quite a, you know, yeah, utilitarian... No, well, yeah, I mean, like, if, if you're willing, to, if you're willing to eat ham or cow or you know anything else, because he was definitely willing to, like, yeah, he's, he's, he was all after steak and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so obviously he was fine. Um, yeah, but then it switches over to it's a wolf and a weasel. I think it's a cat and a weasel. It's a cat and a weasel. Um, either way, like, it, it, it focuses on those ones, and they're the ones that have stocked up on beans for the winter, fully stocked up on beans. Now they could have just survived. It's a lot. It was a lot of beans. It was. I thought there was going to be more um, flatulence, based more fart jokes, yeah. humour. It's kind of where I expected it to go, but Daffy didn't hang around that long. He had one large plate of beans because he goes knocking on their door asking for food. Yeah, and he's all like shriveled up. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we can have duck for dinner." So feed him up, and they've never met Daffy before. They, they like if you've met Daffy, you know that that was never going to happen. Yeah, you, you, they've they've messed with the wrong duck. Yeah, now if that was any ordinary duck, fair enough, they'd have had them. But I'm actually surprised it didn't end more violently. Yeah, I mean, because Daffy runs away to the south in the end. Yeah, I mean that wolf slash cat or you know whatever it was did run off a log of a very big drop. Yeah, but it's not the it's not the sort of. Uh... It's not the sort of violence we're used to with Daffy. No, that is true. He would have been cleaver in hand. Yeah, but I'm thinking he was weak after the winter. Yeah. Like, he'd had a tin of beans, but, you know, I don't think that was quite really enough. cutting it. No. no he'd had a, had a pretty rough one. But, but he, he flew off to Rio, I think. Yeah, I think it was Rio. It seemed to be Rio. Yeah. I mean, he just ran. Yeah, which is odd, considering he can fly. He can fly, everyone else flew. And he was flying earlier on in the episode, like a hummingbird. Yeah. But uh, one thing that's cropping up uh, most episodes now is uh, the demand to buy uh, more bonds. bonds. Yeah. Uh, Both at the start of the episode, which presumably is an agency initiative, in a show of solidarity. There was a poster, wasn't there? There was a poster up on their house as well. So the Tooniverse, at this point, in full support of the 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 allied uh, forces war effort even though they seem to be mostly okay they don't seem to be at war yeah no the, 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 there's no indication that the Tooniverse is at war it's like spe- at all special relationship yeah uh, but, but primarily with America yeah like, I mean uh, it, it's with the Allied like kind of by proxy but I think it's yeah it's definitely like they, uh, say, they see enough of themselves in us and presumably that's why the agency's looking back there, I guess so, so. It's, like, yeah. it's like the Mirror Universe Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's sort of the same. It's sort of the yeah, same stuff. Sort of, sort yeah. of there. 
But no, it was, it was a good episode. It was fun and entertaining, uh, but didn't answer much. No. That's the trouble. No. It's not adding much to the mythos. Let's see if our friend Fat Elmer can help. <laughs> oh, he's fat. He's oh. still Fat Elmer. I wonder I wonder which part of him is going to be fatter now. Oh, yeah, because he was like... His head got fatter. Yeah, he, he definitely shifted before. Hmm. Let's see. Let's join Fat Elmer and our boy Bugs for uh, the Wacky Wabbit, from, also from May 2nd, 1942. Oh, interesting. I know. Front like, to back. Yeah. Like he's, he's a herbivore. <laughs> like, what's all that about? Like, why is he hunting so often for meat if he can only eat plants? <laughs> so, Elmer. We're talking about Elmer. Yeah, yeah we see at the end uh, of that episode, uh, Elmer's tooth comes out, and it's yeah. a front tooth, but it's clearly a molar. Yeah. So, like, something's going on there. Yeah. But uh, basically, the run of the episode is that Elmer. He's going off looking for gold. He's prospecting. He is. Um, uh, Bugs is there. Don't know why. Because he's not got a lot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a bit of free time in his calendar. So, uh, so no matter where Elmer goes, he's going to hunt down. Uh, they're in like the, an old west sort of a setting, which, yeah. which like I mean, in terms of like you know it being desert, cactus and stuff, but they've normally been. Reasonably human dominated environments. Yeah, I mean, this was, was like, a bit far out. To yeah, get any like, there, there, there was nothing indicating that that still isn't the case. Yeah, apart from the fact that Bugs is there, but I think that Bugs has now decided to be Elmer's personal trainer. And I Elmer think Bugs is agreed to it. Deeply in love with them. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, he does kiss him a lot. Yeah, but but yeah, so Elmer's going prospecting. Bugs is doing his usual. You know, irritate Elmer, bit in peace. Right. Uh, we get we see a lot of uh, Bugs's tremendous uh, ability to dig holes. Sometimes yeah. just sort of descending into the ground from an up like an upright stood position. Yeah, he must just be able to sort of like wiggle his toes in such a way that it just but incredibly quickly. But the oh, thing yeah. is, is, it's more that he kind of passes into it because it doesn't always leave a hole. No, because when he came out of the ground earlier, he had a bit of dirt on him. But there was no hole. When he came out of the ground, though, it was like there was just it panned out, and there was a hole there already, and he just raised up like it was an elevator. Oh, it's so like weird. he just stood. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. He's he's got some next level tomb powers. Yeah, he's he, he's not holding back. No, he's not holding. He's back. like a level five. Uh, they're really laying on the V for victory quite thick now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We saw another poster randomly in the desert. Yeah. Uh, about war bonds. Um, and then Elmer and Bugs were both singing a song. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. It's it's an odd. It was an odd one to me. Like, I mean, oh, I liked we got it. Fat Elmer. <laughs> Fat Elmer. Uh, we thought had sort of like slimmed down altered a build, slimmed down a bit. Yeah. But uh, was revealed through some fine scissor work. Yeah. That is actually uh, a lot of corsetry. Yeah. Uh, going on he's, he's, he's like a tube of toothpaste that's why his head's getting fatter because yeah, he's yeah. squeezing the fat from his belly into his head uh, but yeah it was uh, on the whole that's pretty run of the mill Elmer Bugs number I quite liked it it was it was fun there was nothing too drastic to think about um, you know. again we've learned nothing 
Well, we've learned that Alma has entirely molars for teeth. Entirely molars for teeth. So, like, I guess that could be used, like, if an egghead committed a crime or something. Yeah. You can you can go, well, you know. That's it. Like, like if you're doing kind of, like, um, bite mark comparisons or something like that, you can go, oh, this person has entirely molars. Yeah. Must be an egghead. How That's many it. of them is there a kicking about? I mean, we decided there were actually probably several. I can't remember why. Yeah, but the thing is, is it is it like eggheads who have turned sentient, or is it just any egghead? Has oh yeah, I guess so. Entirely molar teeth. Yeah, that's I'm good thinking point. it's probably sentient ones that have become sentient. That have what developed. do you think they're rolling with before? I, I'm thinking that they, they, you know, they've got some sort of like false teeth in there because realistically, eggs don't have teeth. I mean, in fairness, this was a false tooth. It was, yeah, well, yeah, it was, it was, but a, it was a gold tooth. one with a, like with quite a, an yeah. obvious root. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it's probably I, I think just gold plated. Yeah, gold plated a tooth. Yeah, but yeah, so very herb, uh, herbivorous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there must be. He's venturing out into, but I mean, he hasn't always had that gold tooth. Didn't have it last episode. Did he not, or did he not show us? Bugs has a gold tooth as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is it all like it's early for, to be finding these things out? It is, but, but it's one of his eye teeth, so you don't generally see that, do you? Yeah, it's not one of his front two. No, no, no. Um, yeah, didn't really learn a lot, but I did enjoy the episode. Yeah, it was good. Like you know, I had nothing to nothing to complain about. There, it was We've a fun. Got some more bugs. Straight yeah. back in for some more bugs. Uh, with a cartoon called "Hold the Lion, Please." That uh, seems a bit odd. Which is he is... off to the zoo? Yeah, maybe get some more. In... Info on the uh, the penal system. Always off to like a game restaurant. That's, that's possibly <laughs> true. Ah, hold the lion, please. We'll find out. Uh, we're watching Hold the Lion, please, from June sixth, nineteen forty-two. <laughs> Intriguing. Yeah. That wasn't the way I expected it to end. Uh, most of it is not the way I expected it to go. No. For a start, it's in Africa. So we're getting yeah. a whole new vibe. It seems in Africa, although the animal like a lot of the animals seem to be sentient, yeah. uh, they're not mimicking like human no. lifestyle. I mean, apart from that, the apart from that hippo having a bath and then get put on his bathroom afterwards. Yeah, but to mock his there was still like a natural sort of uh, yeah, like natural surroundings, spring sort of <clears throat> deal. Not no. a, uh, not a tub. No, um, they're all that they're mocking King of the Jungle, Lion. Yeah, he's sentient, but you know he's an idiot. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, um, a bit, he's a bit dim, uh, and basically uh, he goes to hunt a rabbit. Yeah, because they mock him, saying mock that him, he wouldn't be able to even kill a rabbit. So. Uh, you might wonder why Bugs is in Africa, and no. that's not necessarily answered. But how he gets there, yeah, definitely is answered. There's a reason Bugs is everywhere, no, and that's the rabbit, rabbit the rabbit tracks, no. which, uh, like, there was genuinely like stations, yeah, it, it, it seems it seems and it was like just a like, railway system, but it but it was just rabbit footprints, yeah, but like they had forks in the yeah. thing that pulled over to stations and things like that, and uh, I guess they can just move really quickly along them. I mean, it, uh, it, it's a potential. It's either there's some sort of physics involved that we don't know and haven't seen, or because um, he's just it's been spreading along. Yeah, but I'm thinking maybe it's been laid out, and providing that the rabbits stick to that, they can use tomb powers to travel quickly. 
So it's a, so, so it's a specialised mark, like like marked out area in which they're allowed to. But use they don't speed seem to have. No, but he doesn't seem to have the problem doing that anyway. Yeah, but that's bugs. Yeah, but I don't know we've if that's never all seen that him. Is. We've never seen him like move at that sort of roadrunner. No, pace. that is true. So so Not so on the, the only tracks. other option is is that there is something within those tracks that that some physics in play there that allows them to. Yeah, maybe it's sort of like you know something like uh, on a quantum level. Yeah, like a move. Like differently, like potentially transdimensionally. It's kind of like tiny, tiny wormhole tracks. So each track is a miniature wormhole. Yeah, I don't really know, but it's like I don't know. It's very strange. It was very odd because because the thing is, uh, uh, it wasn't like he was just disappearing. He was just running a blurry. Yeah, he could just go super fast. Yeah, it's like a sort of weird. I don't know. If they like it, like it's a conveyor belt, like you have at the airport, but yeah. it's not. It's, no, like, it's not moving. Yeah, because otherwise anybody could use it. But, Whereas, you know, if I'm just, guessing if that's you're just, just running on it, you go a lot faster if you're a rabbit. Yeah, I mean, what, like what is interesting because that was in Africa. So how did he get across the water? Maybe they maybe they just go straight through the water. Now possibly it just doesn't matter that. Or maybe he just took a boat like normal, or a plane. No, because then I wouldn't really explain like why he was there. The one, I mean, well, he's skipping around super to... easily. Yeah, because like, he's just everywhere. He really is. He just turns up somewhere. He goes, "I'm over here now." Like, yeah. Well, I, th- I, th- I think Bugs is just wherever he's needed. Yeah, but like he doesn't. He's not like sort of in like within sentient teen society, really. Like, he, no. he doesn't muck in. So like, I can't see him getting a boat. No, that's true enough. Because I would. Well, he wouldn't pay for it, would he? Um, nah, I mean, I guess you'd stow away on a boat, but I don't know. I reckon the rabbit tracks are like a you know pan global yeah. network. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I can see that. Uh, but yeah, at the that... end, you get a, yeah. they, like again, it's it's usual bugs fare. Like he's annoying this lion. Yeah, uh, he's got a wife. Yeah, I, see, I'm not entirely sure that that is his wife. I'm thinking it's probably just Bugs dressed up. I know they were both on screen at the same time. I okay. know that. But that's not beyond Bugs' ability. I think that is, because otherwise... Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think he can duplicate yeah, but, himself. Well, yeah, but we've seen Daffy do something very similar. Yeah, but Daffy, like, smashes himself in the head. <laughs> ah, but also and his then, reflection pops up as well. Oh, yeah, his reflection. So, because the thing is, is... Classically, Bugs like doesn't have a wife. I, I'm I'm willing to entertain the fact that he does. No, there's that there's that female rabbit later on. She's in Space Jam. That's true. She's sort of like uh, sort of pinkish, orangish yeah. sort of colour. Yeah, but I mean, we've got that, I want to say Lola Bunny. Yeah, but I. But I, like, the the only thing that came up there was like basically the sign saying Mrs. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, which we would have got. Like, yeah. But the thing is, it looks just like Bugs in a dress. It does. And then trousers. Yes. Because she lifts up her skirt where there previously wasn't trousers, and then there was trousers. Yeah, I mean, so, it could be Bugs. Um, I, like, because he's definitely one for playing a joke. He loves a good joke. And, and he loves dressing up like a woman. He does, and he likes to play up to the audience. Oh, no. So, so how did that work? They were both there. They were both there, but unless it's just there was a mirror there. Yeah, like, like it's a potential maybe to set it up earlier, maybe dressed up as a woman because he had a lot of props with him. He did. 
He had a door. Yep. A phone frame. in the He had hall. a phone in the hall. Had, and this isn't his house. No. Like, I've got a feeling that we're going to see... He had that little uh, note he could pull down from the tree. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I think we're going to see something soon um, where Bugs is going to be one of the founding members of Acme because a lot of the Acme products are based off his abilities. Instant holes. Yeah. Mind you, Elmer in the last episode did manage to zip up a hole, which was quite impressive. Yeah, because that lent some credence to the idea that Bugs Bunny does actually just... Do a lot of preparation before these, yeah, like escapades. So, like, it, it is quite interesting, like, because Acme seem to produce products which basically allow tomb powers, or basically products that are tomb powers, yeah, but that anybody can access. They're marketing very specifically to the bugs esque, yeah, sort of character, like, yeah, so a, a lovable prankster, yeah, so. Maybe. Well, keep, I mean, keep an eye out for other people who might be, you know, just sort of snooping his ideas. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I think, you know, we should maybe move on from that because I, I, I don't think right now we're going to find an answer to was that Bugs or was that Mrs. Bugs? Well, I miss our good pink boy. And, yeah. like, he's not coming up this episode. He's not. But we have a sort of facsimile of our good pink boy <laughs> yeah. in which we keep... Money. Yeah. I think we should go and check it out. Should, should we go have a look at it? Because he can at least be in part of the episode. Yeah, you know. Go give him a shake. Feels wrong. I feel like I'm cheating on him. Yeah. Go get the porky piggy back then. Okay, so... We make the Space Jam Continuum for free. Entirely. Entirely, every time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there are obviously some costs to keeping it running, uh, which are currently uh, supported by Rob over at Kaiju FM. Uh, but to keep these things ticking over, uh, we've set up a Patreon page and uh, would very much appreciate it if you're enjoying the show. Uh, if you go and take a look, go over to kaiju.fm and click support us. Uh, and yeah, even if you can give like as little as a, like a dollar a month, yeah, it, that, like like, tw- is, like twenty five cents an episode. Yeah, and that's only if you if, if yeah. you just listen to us. Idiots. Exactly. If, you, if, if there's some there's other great shows on you there. Get more bang for your literal buck. There's the Prestige podcast, and there's Law Masters over on Kaiju FM currently, and the Three Parrots podcast. No. Uh, so you know, head over there, check some of those out. If you listen to all of them, that'd be. Then it's, it's, then it's, then it's a bargain. It is an absolute, it's an absolute bargain. bargain. That's crazy, and it really goes a long way to helping us out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but if you can't do that, or simply don't want to, just fair enough. There are other ways you can help us out. You can give us a review on iTunes, uh, or just tell people. Yeah, just, just uh, get uh, the uh, word like, out. Like, like word of mouth just does fantastic. For bang us. on about it. Yeah, constantly. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Not just on here. No. 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 Like, to everybody, will listen. So. uh yeah, that's our bit, really. Uh, yeah. Cartoons. Thanks for anything you can give. And uh, let's watch some cartoons. Let's do that. I believe that role-playing games are art. Specifically, role-playing games are theatre. Which means theatre artists are natural role-players. What sort of hat am I wearing? <laughs> <laughs> 
see more details. <laughs> is, it, is it like a tricorn hat? Yeah, He has sure. got into full theatre mode now. <laughs> right, this okay. is amazing. So they want to be entertained. I'm going to give them a shot <laughs> with my iron and my tricorn hat. Life's a game. The world's our stage. And we're merely role players. Merely role players. A podcast where dramatic people play role-playing games. Hosted by me, MJ Starling, in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Find us at merelyroleplayers.podbean.com or search your usual podcast app for Merely Role Players. New character time. It is. It is. I'm quite looking forward to this. It's been well. I say it's been a while since we have a new character, but I'm expecting more and more quite yeah. regularly. Although so a few are going to like crop up, be in it for like three, and then disappear. Off. That, that might be a good thing though. So I've seen some of their new characters. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is uh, Hector. What? What do you think? Who's he going to be? But there, look, we must have had Hector before. There's no first appearance of Hector. Was Hector not a cat? I don't think so. I don't have think... we seen Hector before? I don't think we've had Hector. Doesn't say a first appearance of Hector. Might he have cropped up before we started watching him? Because we started the uh, first time. Uh, yeah, potentially. Together. But it does seem odd that they wouldn't have put him in there for several years. Let's find out who Hector is. Yeah. Let's let's have a little. Look. He's the bulldog. He's the big oh, bulldog right. guy. He's a, he's a, he's a, he is a he is a staple. He's character. a staple character. He's in. So I still don't think he's been in it before. No, I don't think he has. I think the, our list is failing us. Weird. Or was he one of the two curious puppies? Who's now? Who's now grown up? Hench. Yeah, massive and at least vaguely sentient. Because two curious puppies, they knew them have names. One of them very well could have been Hector. It could. I don't remember any of them being a bulldog, though. No. No, neither were a bulldog. No. Let's see what Hector's doing. Okay. Well, I uh, think we know what he's going to be doing. So, Hector this one is called Double Chaser. From June 27th, 1941. Let's see what he's about. Let's see what it's about. <laughs> You're wearing a face that says, I have several questions. Right, okay, so we've got uh, physics of holes, bomb paint, and um, animals using generic shape to determine what things are. So, okay, which one of those do you want to uh, fire on first? I reckon we leave the second one to last. We'll yeah. do, we'll yeah, do, okay, yeah, we'll do first things first, second one last, third one second. So, physics of holes. We've been seeing a lot of holes this episode. Yeah, it's a whole heavy episode. Yeah. Um, so, it's a cat chases mouse episode, and then the mouse uses the bulldog as protection. That's, you know, we've seen it many times <laughs> It's a classic it is. format. It is. Um, so, the mouse is running about. It jumps down a hole. The cat then comes over to the hole, digs down a couple of shovelfuls. The hole gets bigger. And then after that, the hole never gets any bigger despite how much the cat digs. So he's digging down, and he's searching through the um, 
the the pile that he's put out looking for the mouse. Right. Never finds it. Digs down again. Still, the hole doesn't get any bigger. But the pile does that he's digging. And digs through that. The dog's in. I'm sure, that's just him digging down. Yeah, but his shovel doesn't go any deeper. He's digging the in the same void space. In Tooneverse, I think you just pick an area and you dig at that area. And soil and comes out. And a, hole, and a hole is built. It's a lot easier. But where did the dog come from? I don't know. And also, where he packed the stuff back into the hole yeah, when the, the dog was in there. The amount of soil he put in there didn't equate for the amount of soil he took out. Or the and size of do- the dog. And there was a dog in yeah. there, yeah. And the size of the dog. So one shovel full. But we've been seeing a lot of a lot of holes in this episode. Like not just this episode, but I mean the episode. Yeah, I just of... I just think there's some weird dimensional stuff going on with just when you dig soil a hole. in the universe. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Then there is um, animals not being able to use their sense of smell to tell the difference between animals. So the dog comes into the chicken coop where the cat has been chasing the mouse. And the cat decides, oh, I'll put a glove on my head and then I'll sit on the eggs and pretend I'm a chicken. The dog, genuinely convinced... It's a solid plan. It worked that, that it's a chicken. penguin in the wrong trousers. It did. But it just sits there and then all the chicks hatch and the cat has to walk out. And the chicks flap on with it yeah. as well. Yeah, but I mean, I, I can kind of understand that because when animals are born, kind of it's the first just, thing they see, yeah. they, they, they imprint on that. Um, so the cat flap on its wings, or its legs as it's using its wings, and then walks out. The mouse, who was in one of the eggs, hiding, obviously. How did um, he get in the egg? I, I, I think he's built it himself. He's obviously got some sort of egg kit. Um, and which I'm guessing he bought from the eggheads maybe Um, so he is following along in the line of chicks but he's doing the chicken arm thing as well and the cat picks up one of the chicks picks up the mouse and just looking at them just can't tell the difference between this little yellow chicken the cat and the chicken yeah and and does the same thing so you know, that was interesting. None of them can use their sense of smell or eyes in general. They get generic shape, that's it. Yeah, like gen- just they work in generalities. Yeah. Like and then, you know, that kind of unfolds. The mouse goes, Oh, that's the cat, the dog chases it, and then for the next thirty seconds or so we're getting different scenes of basically the mouse dobbing on the cat going, Look, it's here, it's here, it's here. Uh, until the dog gets annoyed, um, and then you then know, him turns and the on cat mouse. Sort of team up. Yeah. So the mouse runs back to the farm, finds an apple and a tub of black paint, dips the apple in the black paint, lights the the, the, stalk. the stalk, and then that goes like starts going like a fuse. And again, because the other animals they work on generic shape, they're going, Well that's clearly a bomb. And so they not wondering off. not wondering where the mouse got a bomb from. But then it does explode like a bomb. And he goes up the, the, the mouse is flying up to heaven with his little angel wings with an apple core. So, so it did turn the apple into a bomb. We're talking about some like serious like alchemy at this point. Yeah. Like it's highly explosive. You, you paint. can completely transform what something is. Yeah. By changing its appearance. Yeah. 
It would seem but once so. it exploded, it was an apple. Core. It was back to an apple core. So I'll tell you that, or maybe so it's still the, an apple. or maybe the paint is highly explosive. So maybe it's highly explosive paint. But where'd the fuse come from? Because I mean, I've never tried lighting the stalk of an apple, but I'm fairly certain it doesn't go like a fuse. Because otherwise, why would we make fuses? <laughs> why wouldn't we just yeah. pop them off yeah. an apple? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I don't like that. There's. The, the, that was the questions I've got. The, there's the holes thing, but that's been going the whole episode. There's the generic shape of animals and them not being able to tell them apart. So yeah. that's that's quite interesting. Does that change when they become sentient? I don't know. And explosive bomb paint. Why one, would you make it? One thing that was interesting is like I got the impression that the cat had achieved super sentience, but the rest of them hadn't. What, during the episode? No, like... Oh, in the past. From the start. Okay. He's all walking around on his hind legs. Yeah. He's using, like... You know, he's... He's tying knots. Tying knots and things. Whereas the rest of them are just moving about. It's odd to have one, though, where the super sentient being remains uh, silent. Right. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he didn't say a word. Like, Which is why I'm thinking, like, like he's potentially not super scented I'm thinking he's just an, an advanced cat he's just quite a good cat yeah he's just you know he's he's clever because like yeah because we've seen other animals none of them doing said anything, similar sort of things like that um, I was also wondering uh, if the, if we think he's early Sylvester because Hector is in Sylvester and Tweety isn't he he is yeah very much so but I think he would have been identified yeah, earlier. But he, I mean, he was quite Sylvester-esque. But I'm kind of wondering if he's like the like Sylvester's equivalent of Happy Rabbit. Maybe, or maybe it is um, one of Sylvester's ancestors. Maybe like maybe. father, um, you know, grandfather, possibly. So it's possible that that cat does achieve sentience, and you know, goes on to produce little sort of Sylvester because like Sylvester is sentient. Because that would make sense, uh, given that yeah, it would it would make sense in yeah. the run of things. Which is why you know that that dog is in a lot of them. Yeah, and he's not quite the level he was yet. Like no, the, the, the reason I was wondering is because in this Hector's like on all fours and just basically just a bulldog. But yeah. later he's definitely like he definitely up and walks like a, and talks. a V-shaped Adonis. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, like, like, he talks about his kid. Yeah, and you know. so like. I'd be I'm wondering if there's going to be an event that happens to the two of them. Oh, possibly. That, Very possibly. That triggers it. But I think we're going to have to wait a little while for, for that as an answer. I think so. Uh, do you want to do one more? I think we've got time for one more. Are you more, feeling uh, jingoistic? Because <laughs> I think this is going to be... Oh, it's a buzzard. It's not an eagle. Be- Beaky buzzard comes right. into this episode. Oh, may- Maybe not then. I was wondering if this was going to be very, very, um, like, America, America, oh, America. Yeah, I'd, I, it'd be odd if they did that with a buzzard. No, nah, but like, I, in, my, in my mind, it was, I, it seeing was Beaky, eagle. I was like, oh, it's going to be a bald eagle. It is, it is the first appearance of Beaky Buzzard as well. So he's going to be, he's going to be coming in. Yeah. And we get, I'm getting all kinds of birds over the next, uh, over the next short while. But... Let's not worry about those for now. No. Let's watch the first appearance of Beaky Buzzard, see what he's all about. In uh, Bugs Bunny Gets the Bold, uh, from July 11th, 1942.
The Boyd. Yeah, yeah it gets says the Boyd. Boyd. It's the the, the, the writing's quite small, so it, merge, squint, it merges the uh, my squinting abilities are not on point. No, no, no. It's Boyd as in Bugs Bunny gets the Boyd. That's the one. Let's try it again. <laughs> Okay, so I don't think Bugs has digging abilities. I think he can just move. He can. I think soil. he can just move through Earth. Yeah, I reckon on an atomic level. I think that to him, anytime he's in in the soil, no, it's like being in his TARDIS. Yeah, it's like he's got all the props he wants. It, he could just t- pop up anywhere he fancies. It is. It is time fantastic. and relative dimension in, in holes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is surprising. It's, it's yeah. good. It, it's in. It, it's surprising. Just his ability to just appear and disappear in. But how much? But, but like, can he just physically move? Can he move in time? I mean, we haven't we haven't seen that demonstrated yet. No, but it's just like. But I, I mean, think it, he's it, got something special going on. It depends, doesn't it? Because like. You know, in their universe, is time and space the same thing like it is in our universe? I don't know, but I tell you what, it would give him the ability to be both Bugs and Mrs. Mrs. Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny. Yeah, it would. That's quite the tomb power. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the no wonder is, he like, doesn't want to muck in with society. Yeah. Like the thing is, like he like, wants like, to play with his superpowers. Like, like we we have always known that when Bugs came about, he was going to be next level tomb power. Yeah, like he, he's he's going to be something special, yeah. and and he is he, like he's demonstrating it regularly. Like when he was falling from the sky, there, he, I mean, he he fully believed he could put the brakes on, and I think he did. I just don't yeah. think he put them on quick enough. Yeah, but what was interesting is he fell into the ground, not into a hole. He fell into the ground and merged with it. There so a ske- there was a ske- there was an animal skeleton there. Yeah, he sort of. Went halfway into the ground, and the skeleton like all smashed up, and just yeah. lands to make like a skeleton, a half skeleton body below but where he is. He was fully convinced that he could survive that amount of flesh loss, yeah, because he was he was upset, but he wasn't dying. Yeah, like he wasn't like, oh, how have I survived? He seemed perfectly accepting the so, fact that like, he could survive. Just for for being able to picture it for. The folks at home, he's sort of waist deep in the soil, and yeah. then ahead of him is like a rib cage and yeah, like legs. bony legs. And uh, yeah, he thinks that he's convinced that that's he's convinced that from his from like the mid torso downwards, he's skeleton. He's skeleton, and has survived, and he's fine. Yeah, yeah. like not just doesn't pain. look great. Yeah, like, but then his little toes just emerge, like of their own accord <laughs> yeah, from yeah. the sand to go. Anna, we're still here. So maybe his toes he's always... He's yeah. ecstatic to find those I mean, little you toes. would be. If, like, if you thought you'd been turned into a skeleton and then your toes just went oh, yeah. through the soil, you'd be like, yay, I've got toes! But then they sink back down and he just pulls himself out of the hole. So at that point, I'm thinking he didn't have control over his toes. They just emerged to go, look, we're still here. Don't you worry And yourself. then disappeared. So at that point, he was like, brilliant, I've got full control over my body. Because I don't think he had full control over his body at that point. I think he had control up to what was in the soil. Yes. 
No, I, I really think he's got. <coughs> I think I still he think can it. be wherever. Yeah. in soil. I think, I, I think whenever you, yeah. in soil. Yeah, I think he must be able to. So like, that that does lead me to think that time and space are the same thing in their universe as it is in our universe. Yeah. So he has the ability, and because he can move instantaneously through soil, he must be able to move instantaneously through time. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna, you know, it's gonna open up a lot of interesting paths because when we see Bugs Bunny in like an old timey episode. It's probably Bugs Bunny. Yeah, it's probably just the bugs from whenever. Whereas, like, anyone else, it's like an ancestor or we have to find a specific way in which they've got there. Yeah. Bugs has been presumably altering a lot of events. I'd imagine so. Throughout throughout history. Yeah. I, I mean, is he... Has he been created? I don't know. Like do, like, like, do you think he's been created by an entity? Do you think he is a personification of the portal? We'll have to find out in the future. We will. But or this the present. Is, this is open or the past. When will we find out? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But it won't be this week. It won't be this week. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week with... Uh, I think we're beginning with another new character introduction. It's another bird. It is with, another bird. Uh an alliterative name we're going to get Henry Hawk in ah, next Henry time Hawk. and also something called the Dover Boys oh. in a thrilling sounding episode called the Dover Boys at Pimento University or the Rivals of Rockford Hall <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be hilarious yeah I don't know what's going on there no. but uh, yeah some some weird stuff going on it's it's all over the place Gone are the days of the Porky F episode. Oh, it's going to be another Porky Free episode. Whoa! Anything could have happened. They're keeping us in suspense on this whole uh, possible assassination. Yeah, maybe he has been assassinated. Maybe, and that's why the And they're just like, oh, yeah, we haven't got anybody. Who knows? But uh, join us next week uh, for another episode of the Space Jam Continuum. Uh, Until then, bye. bye!